What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 110 of your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Haley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today we have two of the most lively and energetic uh, people I think you're ever going to meet in your life on the podcast. I'm really, really fucking excited to introduce you guys to my good friends. Uh, they're, they have an amazing podcast themselves called The Competition uh, Diaries. You have to check out down in links below. But Danielle and Jamie are with us today inside. I can't lie. It's pretty funny, but there's a ton of good stuff. We talk about vulnerability. We talk about leadership. We get to know Danielle and Jamie. And trust me, these are two women that you want to get to know. Make sure to support them. Follow their Instagrams, follow their podcasts, leave them five stars on their stuff. It is fantastic. Inside, I think you're going to get a kick out of our conversation. As always, brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Please use code Mahaley at checkout to support the pod. Are you guys ready for this? You're ready to laugh your ass off. Let's get to it. I'll see you inside. All right, you guys, episode 110. I am fucking, I am fired up with this episode. Let me tell you why. So um, I have Danielle and Jamie here, two fucking fantastic people. So hello, Danielle and Jamie. Welcome to the Gordai Podcast. What is up? Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Dude, I'm so hyped to talk to you guys. I, I want to tell these people. I told you guys a little bit of the story um, uh, before we started this podcast. So how did I find Danielle and Jamie? We're going to do a deep dive into who Danielle and Jamie are. Um, I would say, man, I mean, I found you guys, what, maybe a month ago, like okay. six weeks something. ago, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I think it right. was. And so I, I, I found them because holy Shit, it was bonkers. <laughs> I start getting hit up by like my friends, by my clients, by people I don't even fucking know exist. Like, hey, these fucking rad girls like talk about you in every podcast. Hey, Justin, like <laughs> check out these girls' podcasts. People are sending me links to their podcasts. And like me being the fucking person I am, right? Like, I'm not a, I'm not a complete douchebag, but I can definitely be a pompous asshole, right? <laughs> like, I I just like I don't think what many people say is worth a second of my time. Yeah. You, you know, like, yeah, like Scott yeah, knows yeah. this really <laughs> well. Like, Hey, at least you're honest. Yeah, like, I, I don't think most people are worth a goddamn second. And that sounds really bad. Right. Yeah. But when you've like, I, I don't know, I've invested a lot of energy in fucking idiots and like, it, you know, it, it never comes back. So old. yeah. So I'm in Scott's suit. And, uh, you, you know, Lexi and Ethan were there with us. And so Lexi is one who had listened to Danielle and Jamie's podcast. And she goes, all right, like Justin, I've brought it up to you like three or four times. Now you like pull up their fucking podcast, go to this minute mark. It was like 1811 in one of their podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I go to like 1811, yeah. and like three seconds later, they're like my dude, Justin Haley on the grower die podcast. I've been friends for years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, you're dude. All right. We're, we're homies then. <laughs> and then that's when the follow on Instagram. And, and, and then I was like, okay, so I listened to like 10 fucking minutes and the whole time I'm like, cheesy ear to ear. I'm like, wait, these chicks got talent. Like yeah, they're, they're excited. They're excitable. They're personable. They have great chemistry and flow. And that's one thing Scott and I've always, you know, talked about. Mm -hmm. And since we started this podcast, it's so hard to fucking listen to other people because their chemistry sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blows. But Jamie and Danielle have like amazing fun chemistry. So I start binge listening to their fucking podcast. They're the only podcast podcast I've ever reviewed on fucking Apple. <laughs> Aside from ours. Aside from, no, I don't even think I've reviewed ours. That's right, you haven't. I don't think I've reviewed our fucking podcast. So, Danielle, Jamie, first... We're, we're gonna we're gonna dive into Danielle. Danielle, NPC wellness okay. competitor looks fucking 
bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like, like she's Thank a you. legit threat to, to turn pro hundred percent in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, Danielle, how old are, I don't even know how old you guys are. How old are you? I'm 23. And Jamie? Oh God, we're gonna ask you a question. I'm 26. Wow, you're so, so old. old. I'm 28, motherfucker. Wow, 27, <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm with a 23 year old every day. What's wrong with that? I think that's fantastic. We have Danielle, and she's 18. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a, favor my 20s. What can I say, dude? Okay, I, I, I feel that Scott fair. doesn't have much fucking time left. Years, man. man, he's struggling. He's hanging on by a goddamn. The hair's gone already. <laughs> Scott, the top of Scott's head's fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, why he whispers a hat, but yeah. hey, I love it. He, he he vibes with it. So Danielle, tell us a little bit about yourself. So you guys unfortunately live in California, which I'm going to clown you on really, really hard this podcast yep. a multitude of times. What got you into competing? What got you into just this lifestyle? So um, originally I used to swim and I played water polo competitively and that's such a California thing. That's such a California thing. A swimmer, a swimmer, water polo. You know, what? this is kind of an inside joke. <laughs> this is funny as fuck, dude. Continue with continue with your water polo background. <laughs> right out the that's blood, funny. yeah. Oh, oh, I love it. <laughs> but continue. So I on. did. I did that for about um, five years and then I switched over to the gym lifestyle and I didn't really know what I was getting into. And for a couple of years, I didn't know how to lift or anything. And then I hired a coach and that kind of inspired me into getting into bodybuilding. And I haven't even been like touched closely on bodybuilding for a year. So I've only been what? doing it for about wow. like nine months. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Hold on. I'm done. Were you always In the huge? podcast, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm actually done bodybuilding now, yeah, too. Right? Are you fucking kidding me? Nine you all right. You guys, you guys give, so give perspective. While you're listening to this podcast, Dan- Danielle, what's your Instagram name real quick? Everyone it's, has to go search Danielle right now. It's train with Danny with three eyes at the end. And look up her fucking physique, and she's only been doing it nine months. I'm so mad right now. I'm so angry. (laughs) I'm literally calling my mom after this and asking her why she didn't do a better job. (laughs) I need better genetics, fam. (laughs) No, but seriously, you're that that is impressive. So when you were like swimming when you were in water polo, so like how if if someone tells me they were a swimmer, right? Uh I imagine like long and lean and lanky yep. and like yep. not an impressive like you, you look you look like you've played volleyball yeah yeah you look like a volleyball player like like were you always built similar I, to this i well i did volleyball in like middle school yeah. so i i don't know if that kind of carried over but i've i've just like loved the water so just like swimming like i was more of like an upper body swimmer so i used m- more of my like back and arms okay but so that kind of just carried over into lifting just like genetically, like my back is really big. Of course. What, what, what events did you do in swimming? Uh, I did the 500. So that was more of like, I think it's Holy like a half shit. mile. That's like 10 yeah. fucking laps, right? It's 20. Oh, this is a 25 oh, meter pull. 20 yeah. laps. Damn. 20 laps. Damn. Scott. I remember, remember yeah. we had that Airbnb and I went down and back and I was like gasping for fucking air. Yeah. I can't wow. even, I couldn't even pass the lifeguard <laughs> test. I sank. No way. Hell yeah. <laughs> what? She's over here like, I love water. You know what's super funny? You know what's super funny? Yeah. So uh, I'm planning a vacation right now for Christmas and like it's like the Bahamas or like Mexico or whatever. Yeah. And like everyone's, um, like, like everyone's huge item is like, I want to be on the water. Sure. 
Sure. And I'm like, you know how many times I'm going to get in that fucking water? Zero. Zero. I'm not going to get in the fucking water once. You know what we don't have in Ohio? We don't fucking have water to go get into. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> I, I can't relate. I can't relate. But that is fucking awesome. So did you play sports in college or or just high school level? No, it was just high school level. So I ended yeah. up going to like CIF and like I was just really competitive at it and I just kind of let it go. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, like where I live, you don't really have like the collegiate level of like uh, aquatics. Oh, it's the desert. Okay. So it sucks. Mm. Oh, dude, that's brutal. Well, where I'm from, you don't have that either. So it's OK. We have this in common. <laughs> All right. Next up to get picked on Jamie. <laughs> Uh oh, uh oh, it's my turn. So, Jamie is a WBFF pro uh, fitness diva, right? Correct, fitness diva. Correct. And fitness diva is like the it's it's very modeling esque for those mm -hmm. of you who are not familiar with it. Um, I believe there's different rounds and different scoring categories. Is that correct, Jamie? Kind of explain how the WBFF shows uh, work for fitness diva. Yeah, for sure. So the fitness category is kind of nestled between figure and bikini. So it's like a little bit of a cousin to wellness. Mm -hmm. It's more of a defined upper body, uh, more midsection as well. Um, so the scoring criteria, it differs from NPC because there's not an actual like score mark card. Like you don't get points necessarily. Like it's really up to the factors of confidence stage presence, marketability, um, overall physique is about 60% of the score. Um, and then as far as attaining the pro status, that's really up to the discretion of the judges, including the COO, which is Allison Dillett. And so oh, no I, can, shit. I know yeah, Allison so Dillett. I that's explain her as like getting your pro card with the WBFF is about the equivalent of getting like signing a modeling contract with the organization. Oh, that's very cool. So what's funny is when you said marketability is like part of the scoring, like marketability is literally how attractive are you? Yeah. How can you say like, who's the prettiest girl in front of us? They're the most marketable. Yeah. Like a pageant with muscles. Yeah, that is cool. I, I know the pictures that you post on Instagram, you know, I, I don't think I've, I've never prepped a client for WBFF. Yeah. I've never okay. been to a WBFF show. It's like a spectacle. The, it's a spectacle. I've had friends do it. Dude, I have a friend who went into it who did WBFF yeah. is she a pro no well she's not as good she did it once yeah of course not <laughs> <laughs> she did it once but that was my that was my introduction to it and I was no like oh shit, shit this is interesting that was your intro to bodybuilding no that was my introduction uh, to WBFF WBFF okay yeah. so marketability is really like that's kind of it, it's it's funny to me because literally they're like you have you know 10 beautiful women on stage you're literally choosing the is prettiest a, one <laughs> Jamie is there an end result to the yeah. marketability yeah, what comes from the marketability? So when you turn pro, you're essentially like signing a modeling contract. Um, and I know you do a ton of modeling. Like from what I see, is that is WBFF what got you there? Um, you know, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, a little bit is it's as far as you want to take it. Okay. Really, like it's really up to you as the athlete. Like, do you actually want to pursue like a full fledged fitness modeling career, or you know, are you trying to you know start your own team and like carry that marketability over into like your own brand as an athlete? That's really that fucking cool. And so, what route yeah. are you trying to go? You know what? Like, I like to think I got a little bit of an entrepreneur. I was brand. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get my yeah. ten and just about everything. There we fucking go. I feel you know that, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then you're also really exciting. You're competing at Worlds next year. That's correct, right? I am. Yeah. I am. So, I just missed out on Miami. I was having a little bit of FOMO, you know, seeing all that on the gram because that was the only pro show of this year. You that know? was this past weekend, right? 
that was this past weekend. Yeah. yeah. And so unlike NPC, unfortunately, you know, especially this year, like the WBFF show calendar is super, yeah. super minimal. Like okay. there was only one pro show this year. That's um, when that, yeah, seriously. So, <laughs> um, you know, my coach didn't feel as though I was ready to compete in that. That was six weeks after, you know, the show I just did. So okay. we're going to really take this time going into 2021, um, to build and just rock the world stage and be among the best of the best in that organization. Did you nice. notice I already started speaking into existence? Your last post, um, was it your uh, last post? I, I commented on it world champ. Yeah. It was. So, okay. so we're a fucking it. champ. I'm, I'm going to speak this shit into existence for I believe in manifestation, fam. <laughs> Amen. So do we. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, like you guys both have great ability, um, you know, within competing. But, you know, as we mentioned when we started this podcast, like, dude, how boring is it? Like, like how boring is it when you just like, meet someone and like all they can fucking talk about is their goddamn bodybuilding? Yeah. Like competing. Like, like the person they, talks about their job. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like you can't venture outside of what's so cool about you guys and you know like jamie referenced a little bit and i i feel like danielle's very similar and like she wants to get her hands in everything she wants to be involved everywhere everything like you guys want to like run shit mm -hmm. and like that's how yeah. you guys strike me when i listen to your podcast when i interact with you always very very professional mm -hmm. um you're you're always very stand up forthright mm -hmm. um you know one of my favorite qualities someone can have is like fucking just be forthright like mm -hmm. just I, man, I hate when people just like can when they just have poor communication skills. Yeah, sure. Right. And so yeah. I would say from like getting to know you guys, I like use air quotes with that because like it's only been fucking six weeks. But I feel your like homies, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's my dude. Your my dude. dude, Justin Mahaley. Like, what the <laughs> fuck's your name? I don't even know your name. <laughs> I know. We were homies and you didn't even know it yet. I didn't even know. Oh, yeah, you guys manifested it. Come on. You manifested <laughs> it. Yeah. Someone for a fucking 20. How mature. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys I had to make yeah, fun of you guys. Balls. So, so there's a really, really, really important topic here. Other than the fact that you guys do choose to reside in California, that a very important <laughs> topic that I get sent is Justin, can you expand upon, you know, your friends and your family, what do they think about bodybuilding? Real quick, let me answer that question. Um, my family, they've never been to a single fucking show that I've done. Uh, my family, they don't, they think I literally, they think it's like powerlifting. They have no fucking idea what happens. They're yeah. not really supportive of it. They just mm -hmm. know that I do well for myself. Yeah. So like how I deal with it is I just like kind of say, fuck you, right? Like you're yeah. just, they're just not really part of anything because like this is such a big part of me mm -hmm. that like they don't give the effort to be a part of it or understand. So like I don't deal with it. Mm -hmm. And that's my, that's like, if you ask me, how do you deal with it? My literal comeback is going to be like, oh, just get rid of them. <laughs> Which, which is not, you know, for most people, it's not a very plausible yeah, sure, fix to the sure. fucking problem. Yeah. That's not a solution. So you guys did a podcast on this and embarrassingly enough to admit it's the only podcast from you guys that I have not listened to uh, because again, I already have my solution. <laughs> so people come to me and they're like, do a podcast on this. Talk about this. How do you deal with friends and family? who, you know, struggle with supporting you or, you know, whatever. So Danielle, um, I want you to just kind of tell us first, you know, what have you experienced from friends, family going into this lifestyle the past nine months, you know, taking a deep dive into wanting to be an IFBB pro and, and beyond, you know, how do you deal with the pressure or explaining it or whatever comes from those folks? So with my family, they're um, incredibly supportive of it. They don't really understand the whole eating aspect of it. So they kind of just keep their mouth shut when I'm at a family event and I can't eat. 
<laughs> and with friends, I've actually had to let some friends go mm-hmm. this past few months just because there's been some issues where like I was getting ready to do a show and I couldn't like celebrate how like some other people want to celebrate mm-hmm. like a birthday or something and like they wanted to drink and I was disinvited because I couldn't drink. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like our friendship is like canceled. Like I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> wow. That's really fucking shallow. Like mm-hmm. it was just like drink with us or, or, or we don't want you there. That's Ex- fucked. Exactly. And it was yeah, like, like the, her words were like, you had to pick a show that was like centered around my birthday. There's shows all year round. Hold up, bitch. Wait, what the fuck you just said? Wow. Hold up. The audacity. Wow. <laughs> the audacity. That's crazy. Wow. Could you imagine? Dude, that's fucked. That is fucking. Yeah. If I said Justin, you can't do. <laughs> you can't do a show. It's the week even, after my birthday. I can't even fucking say it. <laughs> it shows a complete lack of understanding and comprehension, yeah. right? It's like yeah. it's, it, it kind of circles back to what we talk about a lot. Like, man, people want to see you do well. They don't want to see you do that well. Like, sure. well, Danielle's going to get all the attention. You know, it's yep. my birthday, yep. but she's about to compete in it. But why can't you drink? Why can't you yeah, eat? Why yeah, can't yeah. you X Y Z? Dude, that's shallow, man. That that's sucks. real shallow. Extremely. I'm sorry. To hear that. So, so how did you handle that? Um, you know, there's a lot of people here who are listening who are like my best friend X, Y, or Z, you know, doesn't support mm-hmm. this or doesn't believe in or doesn't. How did you handle that situation? So it was more of like a conversation I just had to have. And it it's just like our friendship wasn't aligning anymore. And she was somebody that wanted to compete. So I think there was just an element of jealousy that was correlated with it. Mm-hmm. And she saw that I was doing well because she's actually the one who kind of like, um, gave me like the foot in the door for like switching to wellness, like just kind of like getting into it. And she saw like that I was going to do it and Mm -hmm. she wasn't very supportive of it. Do well at it at that. Yeah. She, she wasn't going to do well. Yeah. So she was always like three weeks out, four weeks out. (laughs) Oh, I'm another five weeks out. Like keep pushing her show date. She just was one of, one of those who like, talked the talk it's but never actually clout. did it it's all yeah. fucking yes. clout i feel that i hate oh i hate that I me mean, scott knows how doesn't it just yeah. get that. under your skin oh dude i kick people off my team when i realize they're about to clout mm. like straight up i mean it means no. that much to me I, I i don't play that game i don't do that shit like this is a lifestyle and like like for clout so so for clout you're willing to go to this extensive measure of you know potential eating disorders of you know short-term health issues sure. uh, of short-term very low end health you know because I, I feel like if you're doing it for that reason you don't understand the repercussions no idea. well they don't care because if you if you're doing it for the reason you understand okay i, I need to manage this to make yeah. sure i don't go backwards I, I don't think they care because from that time when they're really lean yeah. they look really good and then they get on stage maybe they do it and everyone's stage. giving them compliments yeah yeah you have yeah. enough fucking content for the next year to hold you over while you're struggling mm-hmm. with your fucking bullshit like those yeah. Are the people who struggle really, really, really bad mm. consistently. Sure. I'm not saying that people who are, you know, are in this for the right reasons don't struggle yeah. with, you know, these other elements, but man, you're setting yourself up for a really unhealthy position just for some clout. And, you yeah. know, that's really frustrating, but you know, like, if if I, I can see where Danielle is coming from, like Danielle's serious about this, like she don't fucking play around. Um, like yeah. that's that can be very damning to someone it's who the athlete you know, mentality. It, it's yeah. the athlete mentality. Like yeah. you show up to win. Yeah, you don't just show up to fucking like be part of the fucking show. Like you show up to be <laughs> the show. You aren't. Yeah. What you aren't yeah. Logan Paul trying to fight Mayweather. <laughs> yeah. You're not oh Logan Paul God. trying to fight fucking Conor McGregor. Fuck, yeah. yeah. He's like I reached out to Conor McGregor's <laughs> camp. Yeah. <Yep. laughs> what? Did you guys see him knock out Nate Robinson? 
No, you guys no, didn't I missed that. that, dude. Dude, so Logan Paul, like, dude, no, it's Jake. Jake and, sorry, oh, Jake, Jake whichever Jake. fucking it's one of the fucking. They look the same. The, yeah, the same. They, yeah, if, if I heard it, uh, this like is totally off topic, like but I heard so the the whole thing was like Jake Paul now wants to become a fighter. Yeah, and he hit up Mayweather, and he's oh. like, I'm ready to fight you. Oh my, this is the same fucking thing. Oh, so boy. so so Nate Robinson's like five six, right? And it's and like, 30. and I don't care that he was a former <laughs> NBA player. Like, you beat up a five six guy. I'm just not fucking impressed. But then today he was tweeting like, you know, guys know Conor McGregor and shit and Floyd Mayweather. He's like tweeting at these guys. So that's to try the get same exact fight. mentality. It's the exact same thing. Someone wanting to do it for attention. Exactly. It's yeah. all for fucking attention. So, well, I'm sorry to hear that happen, but I think that, you know, I'm that's, not. <laughs> that's good she cut good out thing. the cancer. Come on. I was trying to be empathetic for one second. <laughs> back to hating on California. Yeah. yeah back to hating on California. <laughs> so, so you don't get much fucking empathy out of me, but I think. <laughs> that there's a really really solid note here for people to take away from is dude it doesn't really matter who it is it doesn't really matter like what they did for you something becomes cancer something becomes fucking toxic why are yeah. you gonna let that why are you gonna let that build right i mean literally like it's if something literally became cancerous in your body you wouldn't just let it fucking take you over Cut it out. right it's so, like why the fuck wouldn't you do that in your yeah. actual you know in in yeah. your day-to-day life in your mind it's basically in your mind yeah, yeah yeah in your mind so jamie i want to hear kind of your take on that have you have you had any struggles here how do people around you take your success within competing yeah um you know i've been really lucky i feel um a lot of my friends have been super supportive so i've had kind of an opposite experience with danielle and that i think on my end it's just kind of been more of like you know trying to have my friends understand because a lot of my best friends in the whole wide world like they have nothing to do with fitness you know just in general so it's like it's completely out of their sphere of thinking yeah um but for my parents, like my mom is super, super supportive. Both my parents are pretty old school. So, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't necessarily like get it, air okay. quotes around get it. Yeah. Because I, I feel like similarly to you, Justin, like, you know, I mean, my mom's been to my shows, but, okay. you know, she doesn't, she just sees like a buff chick on stage in a bikini. She's like, of don't course. get too big. <laughs> and my I'm mom like, still tells me that. The famous statement. <laughs> <laughs> the statement, we, should, we should make a t-shirt I know. Says, don't get too the, big dude i love that don't get too big don't, yeah. don't take that I w- guys i want in on that dude i I, I, I love that isn't that fucking funny when someone says this like dude i'm trying to i'm trying so yeah. hard to get too big <laughs> my i was um wait, when the fuck when, when was i home when was i in ohio i can't even remember when that was that was oh that was before uh, katie turned pro north american so it was, yeah yeah it was right before north american so um i had like a weird time between junior usa as north american so i went home to ohio i kicked it with my family and whatnot all so <clears throat> I walk into my sister's house and, uh, you know, my sister and brother-in-law, like they're, they're cool. Like it's, it's, it's dope. Um, you know, whatever. Um, but I walk into their house and you know, my sister sees me and what, she hasn't seen me in a couple fucking years. Right. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my God, you're so big. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, we know things. Like, that's kind of the fucking point. Right. <laughs> and, and then, so she's switching. I, I was, I was doing my fucking laundry uh, at her house. Cause I, you know, it was gone for a prolonged period of time. She switched my laundry over and she pulls out a shirt and she sees it's a four XL. Uh-huh. She brings out to the living room. I'm just chilling there with my, with my niece, Ella. And she brings out to the living room. She says, just, we need to have a talk. Four XL is too big. <laughs> and I was like, no, but I'm trying to get to five. <laughs> oh my God. 
I honestly hope your sister actually sounds like that. Dude, dude oh literally. But what's funny is like, that's kind of how she talks to me. It's like, she wants to scold me. With some sass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like she wants to scold. Dude, she wants me to care about her opinion really bad. Uh, <laughs> Jamie and Danielle, you guys are going to kick out of this. So I, I showed my dad a picture of Justin <laughs> oh, a, yeah. a while back. This is good. And, and so Justin's 27. I just showed a picture of Nick Walker too. Oh, did you? And uh, cause I did some graphic for Dom. Oh yeah. And, uh, I showed him a picture of Justin first before, like a, about a year ago or something like that. When we started working together and he goes, how old is that guy? <laughs> and I was like, he's 26 at the time. He was 26. And he goes, he looks like he's fucking 40. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, Nick Walker looks like he's 45. <laughs> Just because we're big, yeah, because he's huge. He doesn't understand. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. Whenever we go out, uh, like when we go out to like clubs and shit and stuff, obviously like, there's a lot of attention that I yeah. get because of my size. And people come up and they'll be like, "Where are you? Like 35?" <laughs> I'll be like, I'm, ten years younger." Yeah, like, if you pull like eight years away, oh, you know, shit. we got it there. And it's funny because I know that they all mean it as like a compliment. Yeah, definitely. But I'm over here like I think my hairline's receding, and I Bro, really hate. I don't want to hear it. I really look. I just got bro talks. So I'm pretty sure I'm a little insecure about the 35 <laughs> thing. <laughs> but it just yeah. shows, like they're talking yes, about that the family doesn't always understand. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not everyone understands. Yeah. Like it's, it's like a foreign language. Just like really you start is. talking about bodybuilding, and people mm-hmm. literally think you're speaking Mandarin Chinese. Yeah, like it's no, literally. Yeah, it, it's literally. And you I have the most know. quizzical looks on people's faces. And I'm like, yeah. I promise this is all making sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it, 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 unless you're a part of like the life. So like my advice to people is always just, you know what? Like, don't talk about it. Like, so we'll go out and someone will come up and, you know, Hey man, like what, what are you playing the NFL? Like also, when's the last time you saw an NFL player look like me? Sure, Fuck, dude. Sure, like that, sure. that fucking sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, anything you say to me is probably going to be slightly offensive. <laughs> so just don't talk to me. <laughs> and so, so people come up and like, you know, what do you do? And I'll just be like, you know, like I really don't feel like getting into it or talking about it, but I'm a bodybuilder. And like people calmly understand because I think they realize like, dude, this shit we get all the time whenever i leave my house like i know you guys probably get this shit too like yeah. if you go out and you're showing your arms and it's like oh my god oh my, what, what do you do how do you look like that you got any workout oh tips like yeah i got some fucking workout tips stop talking to me and go train <laughs> <laughs> yeah. jamie, no, jamie and danielle like, i i remember like before the world was crazy i was out like downtown san diego yeah mm-hmm. and i had a drunk guy come up to me and he's oh, like no. hey you think you could bench press me oh like, my god and like, dude he and you <laughs> and know what's funny like, he thought he had a chance with that line sure he did yeah, you know he could totally tell like that probably should have just stayed in his head yeah, yeah that was much better as an idea do, Scott, what do, you, say? do you guys do you two get so like you said like strangers come up to you yeah right yeah. in a bar or at the gym or even yeah. on the street do you guys get strangers mainly probably women i would assume um i would come, hope i would hope yeah come up to you and and say you know why do you want to look like that or or what do you train or how do you look like that and that kind of stuff or what are the common yeah. things? I don't really get like comments like that because I actually haven't been able to go out with my nice ripped arms. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. But, Remember, they live in fucking communist alley. They're locked they inside. Shut down. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, they're not allowed to leave their goddamn life, homes. Life is normal. <laughs> Life's great here. I go out every fucking weekend. I meet a whole bunch of people. No goddamn masks. Going down. Yeah. Careful, you're gonna sell us by the end of this, dude. I'm just saying. It's, it's like hard. it's like if you make a pro con list, right? Like, look again. Very logical. Should we guy. should we title this text? It, or should, yeah. 
Texas versus California? Yeah, I think we should. If we make a pro and con list, things that California has that Texas doesn't, it's like a really short list. Extremely high taxes. They do have Beverly Hills, which yeah. is cool. They have, they have Hollywood, okay. which makes good movies. But honestly, Austin's like the movie fucking capital Matthew of everywhere McConaughey else. Lives here. Matthew McConaughey lives here and he's smoking fucking hot. No homo, but he is. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I was talking about him at dinner last night. That's so funny. You said what? I was just talking about Matthew McConaughey at dinner last well, night. Well, when you move here, he could be your fucking mayor. Yep. So, I mean, that's, okay. yeah, yeah, move you know here. What? As long as he's playing the bongos, I'm in. <laughs> move here, cast your fucking vote for my bongos high as a kite. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and dude, J- Jamie and uh, Danielle, this is such a tease to the podcast <laughs> listeners. They know what we're doing right now. Oh yeah, they're gonna oh, come down. Do. They're and gonna see come it down when it's ready. Yeah, yeah they're okay. gonna come down and see it when it's ready. Okay. So uh, that's here. Um, I mean the fucking grow or die podcast is is literally the greatest. Dope. Like Joe Rogan just there's, moved here. There's Elon a couch Musk. in here now, so there's plenty of seating. There's plenty of seating for <laughs> podcast guests. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I own a lot you of companies down here. Mean. Dude, isn't it cool? I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. Scott for posting that because I probably wasn't gonna like post it because I feel like people think I'm like showing off or something. Oh um, no, yeah. it looks really good. I appreciate that. I, I I'm doing some really cool things. Did I tell mm-hmm. you what I'm doing with it, Scott? So yeah, yeah. So on that wall, straight ahead, you put I'm gonna put a wall of champions. Oh yeah, you told me all this. of my yeah, all of my overall champions and IPB pros. Yeah, I'm gonna have their picture mm-hmm. in my office hanging, Aww. and like what show they did, um, yep. like their name. I, I guess that. Uh, isn't that fucking cool. So I'm gonna have a wall of champions in my office. It's gonna be sick. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna have a TV up there. I'm so basically we need a TV so office. we can throw the yeah computer up there. While <laughs> Dude, we do yeah, this wouldn't shit. that be dope? So I'm basically not gonna leave my office. You'll never see me. Sorry, um, but. <laughs> I'm just saying, make a pro con list, Cali to Texas, and it won't even be close. I saw, um, actually, before we started this, I think Danielle was doing a Q&A, and someone asked, like, <laughs> what her goals were, um, like, oh what her gosh, goals. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, and, like, one of her five-year goals or three-year goals or something was, like, moving, you know, states or Somewhere whatever. Else, yeah. And I was, like, low-key offended that she did not, like, say. just say Texas. What do you mean as to a different okay. state? You're not going to a different state. Where are you going to go? Yeah, where the fuck are you going to go? You gonna go Arkansas? My parents live there. He literally screenshotted me um, something from like kayak, like one of those traveling yeah. sites. And yeah. Like, bitch, it's sixty dollars round trip to yeah. Tejas. Wow, and you didn't book it. No, I asked her today if we could. I, I'm so I really sad. I'm, I'm hanging up. Honestly, I'm, I'm so sure sad. the tickets will be $65 tomorrow. Yeah. Nobody's fucking flying. Yeah, nobody's flying right now. And then there's me literally every weekend. Like, where the yeah. fuck are we going? <laughs> yeah, Jet, Jet Blue was projected to like be dropping profits or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they were too. Dude, earlier in the week, I got so much hate from this like random ass chick on Instagram. You remember that? So much tra- hate. Because you're yeah. going out. Yeah, because shit. I yeah. travel and I go out yeah. and like all this shit. And Stop. I was like, dude, if this is the best thing you got to do, I really, I, yeah. again, I got some oceanfront property in Idaho for you. 50 bucks. You just got a Venmo. You know, make <laughs> Honestly, yours. I might come into some stuff in California. You'd probably better off there. <laughs> Honestly, I, I heard California is a great place. <laughs> you should probably go. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Enough about crashing California. Let's you know how it. many podcast <laughs> listeners are pissed? They're rating us one star right Tony's now. Tony's going to call you. Cali. <laughs> My CFO lives in San Francisco. He's going to be so upset by this podcast. Whatever. <laughs> so uh, basically, Danielle and Jamie are moving to texas in 2021 breaking news we are that's really fucking cool <laughs> hey she said it i'm holding to it hey, here we go just manifesting just manifesting away uh, so i one, one thing that um you know this podcast is going to be listened to by many more females um than males just by the nature of we have two female guests on 
And I, I, I think that it's not just having few, we've had female guests on in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think your guys's level of impact is, is you, you haven't even begun scratching the surface of it. Right. It's like when we had and, uh, Jamie Pinder on, yeah, she did, a, yeah. she had a lot of impact. And on that she one. has a lot of impact. And, yeah. and I think Danielle and Jamie can be even beyond, you know, so, somewhere like where she's at mm-hmm. because of the component of you guys are both extremely vulnerable and what you talk about in your podcast and, and, you know, like the modeling and the stuff that you guys share on social media, you're vulnerable, but you also are like, you, it seems like you're natural born leaders. So Jamie, would you say that you're like, is your leadership more nature or nurture? Were you born like that? Or did you kind of develop into that as time went on? Um, you know, I'd like to think again, it's a little bit column A, column B. Mm-hmm. Um, both my parents are super strong individuals. And um, I think I was raised by a single mom. So mm-hmm. I think that really came from the nurture side of things. And I was always taught to be very independent and to go after what you want. And I just remember always having like a certain amount of drive just mm. instilled from me at a very young age. And I've always, you know, I've, I want the moon and the stars, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So oh, it's like, I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I think that's, what's really important to me, like just going after really what you want. And I think with that comes being vulnerable mm. and oh, absolutely. you know, I think people really expect like respect vulnerability because it's just, it's so, like saturated, especially on the internet of just inauthenticity. And I think if you're vulnerable, you're staying true to yourself. And Mm -hmm. as long as you're confident in who you are. um, And I think that really comes from nurture at the end of the day too, because you have to be really secure in who you are as a person in order to exude that kind of vulnerability. I would agree with that a hundred percent. When I listen to you talk, you know what, you know what vibe I get? Scott knows I fucking love this shit. I get the man, (laughs) I get the man in the arena vibe Mm -hmm. from both of them. Mm -hmm. And, and do you guys know the, the uh, man in the arena from Teddy Roosevelt? Uh, No. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. That means they don't read your posts. Oh, that means they miss my Instagram stories. That means they scrolled through my fucking IGs. Wow. That's no, that's fucked. false information because Danielle given. sends me screenshots all the that's time. That's hilarious. All right. Let me read you guys. The man in the arena. Great quote. This is my dude. I get fucking chills every time. The man yeah, in the arena. This is by Teddy Roosevelt. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how sh- how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there's no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotion, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end of triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Oh my God. God, Teddy was a savage. Teddy was a savage. (laughs) Teddy was going to step on your fucking throat. Dude, Teddy went in on that Teddy went hard. If you look at him, he doesn't look like that. Dude, right? Like like every time I read the quote, which is way too often, I think about what the fuck this dude looks like and I'm like, damn, that motherfucker? (laughs) He was. So... I get the vibe from like both of you because like that's I was asked in a Q&A recently like what's a quote that you live by and like mm-hmm. I always kind of hate that question mm-hmm. but like it's that one it's I want to be the one who's in the arena if mm-hmm. someone loses it better be me mm-hmm. and if someone wins it goddamn better be me mm-hmm. I don't want to watch someone else lose I don't want to watch someone else win and you know I, I was just talking to someone at the 
gym today was like, you excited to go to the Olympia? You know, we are Olympia yeah, tickets. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like I'm pumped, but I'm more excited fucking be there. I'm more excited to be up, up on Involved stage. I'm shit. ready. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready yeah. to fucking yeah. go. Yeah. And like that's what I live for. That's what I'm here for, right? Um, and I get the vibe, you know, from especially when Jane was just kind of explaining, you know, shooting for the star. I want the moon, I want the stars, I want fucking everything, right? And it's like I when, when I hear you say those things, like you're not scared of failure and you're not scared of losing and you're not scared of, you know, having your, your face marred with dust. You're not scared yeah. of, you know, the valiancy and defeat and winning. And, you know, I think as, you know, someone who's done well with, with business ownership and whatnot, you have to really be willing to, you know, Scott knows better than anyone. We have businesses doing really well. And we have some that are completely fucking failing. Mm -hmm. That doesn't yeah. mean you suck. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you give up. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, you know, it, it, you have to just be able to pivot. You have to be able to make an adjustment and, and, you know, turn it into something conducive. And, you know, I'm impressed because when I hear you speak about it and, this, and the same exact thing goes for Danielle. That's why I think you guys make a really good fucking team. Um, it, it, you're not scared to just do something fucking great. And so I want you guys to really hold on to those words because, you know, again, as Scott knows this, all the podcast listeners know, fuck, as you guys probably know, I don't fucking say that shit lightly. I don't mm -hmm. just go down the fucking street and meet someone at goddamn Coles and be like, oh my God, you know what you remind me of? The man in the arena. That's the last time I shot the Coles. <laughs> Dude, why is Coles the first one that came right? to my mind? Damn. <laughs> I, have, I have a question for them. Yeah. And this is the twofold question I want both of you to answer. So Jamie, you can answer first. Since we're on this topic of overcoming failure and those kinds of things, how, when's the time you felt like you have failed and how did you overcome it? Oh my God. Gosh, that's, that's a great such question. A great question. Yeah, I that's really that. a great question. And um, honestly, my mind immediately jumps to when I had graduated college. I went to uh, school right after high school, and so I got my undergrad in communications, public relations, and advertising specifically. And while I was in school, you know, I really enjoyed it, and I was I was not to toot my own horn, but I was damn good at it too. Like sure. the girl was in the honors and all that. Shit. Yeah. Like I. Cause you know what? That's that drive at the end of the day too. Yep. Like I wanted to do it, but I wanted to do it well, mm -hmm. you know? And so I graduated the top of my class and right after I graduated, I flew to Australia and moved there for three months and had this amazing internship wow. over That's there. That dope. Me so That's awesome. Much. Yeah. You know, it was amazing. I don't hear the failure. One of the <laughs> yeah, so wait, where the fuck's the failure? This is all positive. I'm super confused. Her, her greatest failure is my greatest We're win. We're building up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Keep going. Trust, it's coming. I love this. So, you can imagine my surprise when, you know, I come back from this amazing experience overseas and I live in LA, so I live in the mecca of these industries I am I studied, so sorry. And <laughs> me fucking too, Jeff. <laughs> That's which a shit place me, to live. <laughs> which leads me to my failure because I moved back to this city and I thought I was for sure a shoe in at like whatever agency I wanted to apply to. And mm -hmm. I was going to be the best at what I studied. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a single fucking Oof. call back from any job I applied to. Wow. Wow. And I felt like such a failure. Like I really caught myself almost slipping into a depression over it because wow. I was, I never experienced this before. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm back to my serving job. This is before fitness had even yeah. entered my life. Like, I think this is really what led me into the direction of where I ultimately ended up because I needed an outlet and 
I, I was a driven person with no direction. So I was just driving off the road, broken down. You know? <laughs> so it was, it was really, really tough. And then, like I said, that's when fitness really took the driver's seat of that drive. And I hate to get so metaphorical, but it's just so fitting. You oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think that's wild. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's wild that you had all these distinguishments and accomplishments mm -hmm. and you just come up empty handed, but you know, what's empty. fucked, you know, not to get down this topic because I can go down this rabbit hole. That's what's wrong with our education system. You weren't yeah. set you up know? for success. Yeah, you yeah, were yeah. put on your By own. By any means. Yeah. By your, any means. Your college took your cash and your internship took mm -hmm. your time. And then they said, have fucking fun in LA. And then they asked for donations. And then they asked for fucking <laughs> donations when you're goddamn $100,000 in debt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I couldn't afford to live in LA anymore. Yep. I was working at a hotel restaurant, wow. you know? <laughs> wow. Wow. That's was, bonkers. It was absolutely bonkers. Yeah. So, so the, the, <laughs> the overcome was fitness and what you found in fitness. It absolutely was. Yeah. I, and cool. I'll, I'll say it every, every day, every, every second, every hour, but fitness really saved my life. Mm -hmm. I feel. Yeah. I, I fucking feel that dude. I, and I feel, feel that. like until someone has an experience like that, they'll never truly understand like what someone means by that. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, I can definitely second that. Like without fitness, I, I don't even want to think where I'd be. Sure. It would not be fun. You know? Good. Yeah. It's, it, it gave me everything. And that's like, like, that's why I want to go to the Olympia. That's why mm -hmm. I want to have the biggest coaching team. That's why I want to have mm -hmm. the most badass business. Why I want to have the best coach. Like I want to give back. Mm -hmm. Cause like this mm -hmm. gave me everything. Mm -hmm. Like it, it saved everything. me from, I mean, man, before I found this shit, I was miserable. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, Jamie was miserable. So yeah. Danielle, that sets us up. Get, give us your failure that you overcame. Okay. Honestly, like my, like take on failure would have to be like the last couple of years I stayed in like a really toxic relationship. Oh, where, yeah. I've heard a little it bit was, about like, it on the podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where it was like, it was a lot of like verbal abuse mm. and we kind of just got comfortable. And that's when I like started to like gain weight and I like just didn't put the gym first. Mm -hmm. And once I decided to like get a coach and everything, he wasn't supportive of it. And I kind of just stayed around for like a few months and he would be like, why don't you just eat a salad? Or like, why don't you just do this? Like, you don't need a coach. Why are you going to his house for check-ins? And it was just kind of like belittling me every day mm. when I'm trying to like put myself first, you know, and kind of mm. like, like I put that guy first and like, I would like help with homework, help with firefighting school. And mm. it was once I started like doing something for me, it was like a backhanded, like, Re reaction in mm -hmm. a sense mm -hmm. okay but then you were able to break away from that yes so i think like this last year it's just been like a lot of growth just mm -hmm. being like on my own and like i found jamie and like mm -hmm. my friends and i've just like completely transformed as a person with getting into like bodybuilding and competing and wanting to do everything for myself and mm -hmm. win Mm -hmm. and just like show like people like it like you you don't need those people in your life even with like that old friends i had you know yeah. like you just mm -hmm. have to let them go so it, look at you just doing so well yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like you were like reborn right it's it's yeah. it's like you yeah. literally just started a new fucking life like from a caterpillar to a butterfly yeah yeah, yeah. the um, over exactly. the overcome yeah. was taking things into your own hands That's and, and creating your own life yeah and and now you've like you have the faith in yourself to, you know, be like, if I can pull away from that, if I can leave that life, if I yeah, can yeah, just yeah. get as hard as it, it was, if I can, yeah. If I can close that door, yeah. what can't you do? Like, like there's everything that you're able to do. Um, so that, that's exactly. really, that's really, really fucking cool. So you mentioned in here, 
Well, this is when you found Jamie. So I, I, I yeah. hear, I hear that I'm she in for a really good me. story. She Let's literally go. found me. I, I've got to hear the story. Spill it. It's so great. Do you want me to tell it? Yeah, or do you want to tell it? Okay. So this is what happened. <laughs> this is so what happened. <laughs> the day was pre-COVID, March 2020. Yeah. Okay. Setting the scene. Um. Now, so oh, this just happened. I, yeah. This is brand wow. new. I'm shocked. <laughs> Isn't it fresh? I know. Yeah. I know. We haven't even had our first anniversary yet. Wow. <laughs> Scott and I just had ours in May. Yep. Uh, yep. Thanks. One year strong. Yep. Still going. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, post LA, um, I had moved back to my hometown here in the Palm Springs area. And um, I really just kept to myself and I didn't tell anybody I moved back. I moved mm-hmm. back low, super key, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um and so I was just really dialed in. I moved back home when I was five weeks out for my first show with WBFF. Okay. And um, so I was just really dialed in. I was really focused on, you know, my goals and that was to do well in my show. And so I was at the gym every single day, mm. every day, as we all know. And one day, and I was always, li- I was lifting by myself all the time. Like I had no gym buddies, nothing. Mm-hmm. And one day I'm lifting by myself with my headphones on. And all of a sudden, this little five foot two ball of energy named Danielle <laughs> comes bounding up to me as I'm about to start like a shoulder press. Mm-hmm. And she is like, I love your boobs. <laughs> Dude, that's why, that's how I meet all my friends too. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> wow. And the friendship was, was like, And the friendship begins. <laughs> what a line. I'm going to use that line. I'm going to use that line this weekend. I'll let you guys know how it goes. It's Donald Trump's new line. <laughs> I got her Instagram and we were inseparable ever since. Wow. From an I love your boobs. From a boob compliment. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll have the same success. I say, I don't think any guy has ever had that level of success. I don't think any guy's ever shot the shot with I love your boobs and it worked. No. Not that I can think of. Wow. That is absolutely I mean, the awesome. drunk chest press didn't work out too well. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that, that actually is really fucking funny. So, Danielle, like, you were just like seeing jamie in the gym you're like damn like she's hype like she's she fucking yeah. looks good and you're I mean, like i gotta i gotta be friends with her i love to compliment people like i'm not somebody who's very like catty so i'm That's like cool. if a compliment is due like i'll give you a compliment and her boobs yeah. were looking really nice <laughs> <laughs> what was the follow-up yeah wait jamie what do you say like uh, what, do, what do you say I, to that i was just like Again, she came up bounding up, like almost running at me. So I was like, whoa, fight or flight. Well, yeah. Who's this bitch? I was very much caught off guard. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't even care that, like, I was in the middle of a workout. I was like, let's exchange bikinis, like, yeah. on Instagram. Show me your pics. What are you up to? And what are you doing after this? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That is a fantastic True love friendship. at first sight. True love yeah. at first For sight. Wow. That, <laughs> that's yeah. great. I, I don't think I've ever been less speechless on my podcast, but I'm not sure how to follow up with that. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. I, I think this is when I change topics. There you go. There you go. So... Anyway. So the weather in California today. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing we've got going for us. You know what? Honest. Okay. This, hey, and this is like the last yeah. insult I'm going to give to California. Oh, uh, no, it's not. What, <laughs> I, what I love about, and not, not trying to 
make I'm making light of yeah. the failure yeah. of Jamie's failure, but she yeah. said the failure was I moved back to California. I know the failure was I moved to LA. <laughs> I was in LA and you know what? Not a lot of good things happen in LA. So <laughs> that's what happens there. Look, I found out firsthand. I can confidently attest to that. Don't yeah. waste your time. Yeah. And, and, and now you know what's actually funny about that is um, you know, in fitness back, I I, I have a good Cali story for them. Okay. They don't know this story. Okay. You know this story. Uh-oh. I think the podcast knows this story okay. early on. This is like episode three type shit. Let's hear it. Um, I was, uh, LOL. I was like becoming someone in the industry. Right. And Uh-oh. I was like on my wow, way up. And I was, I'm a douchebag, dude. I told y'all I'm a douchebag. <laughs> uh, I, I, I realized I had some clout. Okay. I had some really good friends. Okay. Um, yep. I, it was an interesting time in my life. Um, I know I've talked to you about it. I became friends with, I, I know you're, you're going to remember who I'm talking about. I became f- like best fucking friends with these two girls with massive following. Oh yeah. Okay. Out, out in LA. Yep. And like they were BFFs and then I became really good friends with their whole friend group and like all of them have these huge followings and like life's so good and they all live mm-hmm. in LA and they train mm-hmm. to Venice every day mm-hmm. and you know, all that stuff. Right. Um, so this was back, um, let's see, it's 2020, this was back 2017, uh, 2017, I had a lease signed in Santa Monica. Um, yeah, yeah. Santa Monica in LA. Uh, this was around January, right? Me and Dylan bear were out there for the LA fit expo. And while we were out there, I was like, so, you know, we had just become like best fucking friends, like literally overnight, like not dissimilar. Actually, our first story was Dylan bear. And I became friends over him, putting my number on my fucking, uh, posing trunks before I went on stage. So our first interaction, he literally touched my penis. (laughs) Similar. Similar. Yeah, yeah, we're we're way tighter than you guys. Well, let's not count that out. Oh, shit. Hang on. We need some whiskey for this one. Stories, you know. <laughs> we have follow-up stories. I can't for wait real. for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be titled The Follow-Up, Jamie and Danielle. Be on the lookout, y'all. That's going to have 80% male listeners. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, anyways. So, um, we went out to LA. I was like, I got to move here. Like, uh, Ohio's toxic. I fucking hate it, right? Yeah. So, I signed this Santa Monica. It was like a dope place. I just started making some cash. Uh, I'm feeling good about myself, feeling confident, like my friends are out there and all this stuff. And, you know, I went back, I met my ex. Um, I was like, something's happening here. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something worthwhile. So I actually bought out my lease, which I sucked. Yeah. Uh, That was almost my whole thing. I was going to say the fact that you signed a lease is bad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was, I had nothing. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I was single. Like the only friend I had there was Dylan. Yeah. Um, And Dylan's like, I'll fucking come out all the time and hang out out here. Okay. Um, and, And so, I met her, um, you know, dropped the lease. We, we came to Austin, you know, five months in our relationship, we moved down here, you know, the rest is history. Right. So I was almost one of those people that moved to LA because it was so cool. 2017, go back fucking 2017 fitness, Instagram, and Twitter. Everyone moves to LA and now they've all dispersed, you know, Denver, San Diego. Yeah. They they all left LA. Everyone left LA. No one's there anymore. I did the same kind of shit, except I just didn't sign a lease. Yeah. So yeah, to I, Cali? To Cal- I went, I worked, lived, kind of lived. I lived in Arizona for yeah. an internship. It was for right. Savannah. Mm-hmm. And the people I was living with, my dad's friends, they had a, took a vacation 
to Venice yeah. in Santa Monica. And they mm-hmm. said, you can just come with us. we got a little hotel. We'll give you a second room so you can be on your own. You That's can dope. go do whatever you want because yeah. they have younger kids. Of course. And so I worked out in Muscle Beach every single day every for day. seven days. Yeah. And I was like, this Aww. is, the, and I went to the skate park right next to yep. it and everything. I thought, this is so fucking cool. And, I have and, to and be here. See, and you're single at the time. Yep. And there's so many beautiful women there. That it's like, everybody's wait, I, cool. Yeah. Everyone's dope. Yeah. Like I have to be here. Yep. But then you leave the gym or then you leave Venice Beach yep. and everyone yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah. Cold. You, get a, you get a strip. Yeah. <laughs> you get one strip of nice people. A strip of beach. Yeah, it was, I was sold. I was, I had to go there. Yeah, you had sold. to go there. Yep. It's like, it was almost like something's calling you there. And what's wild is yeah. like in hindsight, and like I know Jamie can attest to this is like, what's wild is it's like, man, it all, it's almost like, it's almost like the devil's calling you there. Right. Like it's almost like something's yeah. calling you there. It's a test. Yeah. Like, are you actually yeah. going to do this? Cause everything's too good to be true. In sure, sure. 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 Nothing, oh, it absolutely yeah, is. Nothing Everything in is, LA is totally fabricated. It is. It's fabricated. It's superficial. It's not meant for authenticity. Yeah. It's not meant for vulnerability. It's not meant for the fucking real mm-hmm. to no. be oh there. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, when I first moved there, it was absolute culture shock. Like mm-hmm. I called my mom in tears. I was like, mom. I fucked up. I fucked up. I went and fucked up. Yeah. I, I thought about buying my Now it's full of 17-year-old TikTokers. Yeah, and now it's very full of fucking 17-year-old TikTokers. Yes. <laughs> what in the fuck is happening? But no, it's 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 just so interesting to me, um, you know, because that was everyone's dream, right? Yep. But what's cool <laughs> and what's really exciting for the businesses we have going here is like, it's low-key turned to Austin. Like now Austin's where everyone wants to be. Or you know, Texas as a whole is where everyone wants to be. I was going to say, I realized that it's kind of wherever you can make it the same. You can't. If you, if you work yeah. hard enough, you spend enough time and you uh-huh. develop the right relationships in the right community, you can make that same feeling happen. Oh, absolutely. If, if, if you're nestled within the right place, if you're nestled yeah. within a place that, you know, you fit, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like you're going to find your way. I mean, I moved down here with nobody. You moved down here with nobody. You know, we just had, yep. you know, you had Savannah. I had my mm-hmm. ex at the time. We had nobody mm-hmm. else. Um, and you know, so I, I also know this is an important topic for a lot of podcast listeners. Like how do you move across the country with like no fucking friends? Like, I don't know. You, you literally do just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I think there's power in putting your back against the wall yeah. and putting yourself between a rock and a hard place. And you have to figure out, like you find out real quick what you're made of when, you don't have anyone to call. Mm-hmm. You don't have anyone to go to lunch with. Mm-hmm. You don't have anyone to see. You have nothing to do. It's it's a blank canvas for you to create. And to a lot of people, that scares the shit out of them, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that's terrifying. But like, I feel like to me and Scott and to someone like, you know, Danielle and Jamie, like, man, that makes us fucking go. Like, that is hype as fuck to me. Mm-hmm. It's scary, but yeah. it's also yeah. fun. You find out what you're yeah. made of. Yeah. Find out what you're Absolutely. made of real quick. So I love that. But we didn't get to talk to Danielle about the nature or the nurture with the vulnerability and leadership. And I know that she has really good insight here as well. So Danielle, I want you to circle back to that and talk about, have you always, were you natural born leader? I mean, you played fucking sports, so I'm assuming that had a lot to do with it. Right. So I think just growing up, I I grew up as an only child. I grew up with my grandparents. So I just did my own thing. Um, didn't have anybody like my siblings around. Mm -hmm. And when I went into sports, um, I naturally was like, just like the captain. So that just kind of traveled over into just me, like having like this strong personality and wanting to like lead people in the right direction. And I've always wanted to just win, you know? So it's about like getting, I fucking feel that. All right. Teddy Roosevelt. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Teddy man in the fucking arena. Go get him D. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you were the captain of water polo swimming of like all of it. And I'm assuming you were pretty fucking good at it. Right. 
Yeah, I ended up going to CIF for swimming. So yeah. I went to like Division One. So that was pretty fun that's um, back in the day. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the back in the day, like literally yeah. three years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> three years ago, we were here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 23 years old over. How cute. <laughs> when I was 23, I had to walk to school in the fucking snow with that's no, a, fucking, that's no fact. fucking shoes. That's a fact. Uphill twice. <laughs> Uphill twice. Both ways. Both ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you like leadership just always kind of come natural to you. And, you know, obviously it's it's you know, you guys have made a very cool um, duo here out of this. You have a great synergy, you know, due to the leadership. And, you know, what's really interesting about leaders is it's 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 always fascinating to me to find um like commonalities between everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like why are, you know, regardless of people's personal beliefs on, you know, how Jeff Bezos should spend his fucking money or, you know, what Elon Musk does and stuff. How are these people so far ahead of innovation mm-hmm. right now? Um, and, you know, you, you can say the same about Steve Jobs before he passed away. You can kind of say the same about someone like Bill Gates. Like mm-hmm. how are they so far ahead of innovation? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? And, and what are the, you know, what characteristics do they exude? And what I think is so beautiful and something that I see, you know, in you and in Jamie and Danielle and in myself is it's the ability to just fucking be vulnerable. It's the mm-hmm. ability to take the L it's the ability to put an idea out there and be told it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's the ability to capitalize on any idea that you think might be something maybe profitable, maybe impactful and and you know that's that's very 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 special and for people listening to this this isn't something that the four of us were just born with you know scott myself jamie all said it was kind of nurture Mm -hmm. for danielle it was kind of nature Mm -hmm. i i guess i could say for me it's nature and nurture um I, I was similar to Danielle. I was like the captain. Everything I did, whatever fucking sport it was, I was winning. I was the captain. I was all that. But I also remember in middle school, I was like coming off the bench and I wasn't playing much mm-hmm. and like I wasn't very good. And I definitely like didn't speak up in practice or like defensive assignments or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's, it's a little bit of both. But this is something that anyone at any stage of life and anywhere can develop. Truly, you have to be able to just fucking you have to be able to to, to tighten your fucking buckle and just mm-hmm. get to work. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to put yourself, put your thoughts out there and allow them to just be heard. You know, the only way you really grow is through feedback from other people. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know in our friend group and I, you know, I feel like Jamie and Danielle, something super similar. I do to something's off. You call it out mm-hmm. because the only way we can all improve, the only way we can all progress is buy that surround yourself with people like that allow yourself to put your thoughts put your beliefs put your work put your passions put everything out there on the line something's going to stick eventually right like i truly have a belief that a majority of people can can build a somewhat successful life Mm -hmm. i i feel very adamant about that and you know i don't really define success for other people it's whatever you define success as i feel like people if you're a human being if you're listening to this podcast if you're listening to this podcast, 100% you have the capability. Mm-hmm. You don't fucking listen to me talk. Mm-hmm. You don't listen to Scott talk. You don't mm-hmm. listen to people like Danielle and Jamie. We would make you feel too inferior to listen to this if you didn't have what it took. Mm-hmm. Every single one of you has something. There's something in fucking side of you that you can bring out. How cool is it? How cool is it? If at the start of 2022, we're about to go into 2021, the start of 2022, you look back and you're like, man, I found it this year. 
I pulled it out. I found the greatness that was inside of me. I pulled it out. The only way you're ever going to get there is if you allow yourself to be vulnerable. If you allow yourself to be a leader of your group, a leader of your people, if you if, if you force the leadership role to happen. Um, you know, I really believe that. And so I think Danielle and Jamie, you know, coming on this podcast, sharing their failures, their wins, their successes, all that stuff, taking the criticism for living in the shittiest fucking state in America. Um, <laughs> you know, all of that, I, I, I do think that that's super impactful for people with Scott, mm-hmm. you had a comment to make. I was going to say, we were talking to, a, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, one yep. of your clients today at the gym. Yep. And she mentioned, as you're talking about this leadership perspective, um, and I would love to hear what they, Jamie and Danielle, what your thoughts are on this. It seems as if we can, we tend to, take the leadership role and thinking, you know, you have to lead people. Yeah. So for example, team Haley, you know, there's like a little bit of a hierarchy, even though we treat it like flat, Yeah. but I don't like still, to think there's a hierarchy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but sure. If you we, so. we treat it flat, but like the name, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I get what you're there's saying. obviously a beginning and there, you yeah. know, as you go up, you, you have started from the beginning. Yeah. And so it's almost, a, it's not like that type of leadership to me. It's the mm. leadership of yourself and taking mm. ownership of what you do. Ooh, we were yeah. talking about, uh, she said she wanted to try some new things and expand on some new things. And she wanted to try a new business or something like that. And yeah. she wanted to try a side hustle or whatever. And she's like, I like to research. I like to figure it out. And I like to really make sure I dive into it. And I said, are you spending too much time yep. diving into yep. it and trying to figure it out and too much time learning about things? Cause I fall into that trap plenty of fucking Paralysis times, especially, especially in tech, right? Yep. You can go bonkers in tech with yep. how much research you can do to figure out how to do a perfect photo or perfect Absolutely. audio. Absolutely. But until you actually do something about it. And to me, becoming the leader that you want to be is taking the lead on yourself and doing that action a little bit alongside with that. I agree with that hundred percent. I, I would like to hear Jamie, what, what, is, what is, what is leadership yeah. to you? What's your personal definition? How do you exude your leadership? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think that really forces someone to dive deep and really reflect too, mm-hmm. as to what that is. And honestly, I think for me, like the first thing that pops in my head is accountability. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you hold yourself accountable? How, how do you execute the things you set out to do? Do you let yourself down at the end of the day by not completing that, by, by pushing something off saying, oh, I'll finish that chapter tomorrow or, oh, I'll finish this task on this day or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll start this tomorrow. And I think that's really detrimental to allow yourself to create that kind of habit because slowly but surely that's going to become habitual. Mm-hmm. And it's a very dangerous slope to let yourself go down because then you're going to find that, well, why do I keep failing? Like, because I can't commit to something because I'm not holding myself accountable because I'm not managing my time correctly Mm -hmm. as I should be. And I think on the opposite side of that, you know, when you do set out to do something and you accomplish it and you're holding yourself accountable, I think there's a feeling of triumph that Mm -hmm. comes with that. You know, it's, it's that feeling of, okay, I told myself I was going to do this. I did it. But not only did I do it, I did it well. Mm-hmm. And you, that deserves a pat on the back. You're talking, you're, you're talking to my favorite analogies here. One's the snooze button analogy. One's mm-hmm. the make your bed analogy. A snooze button analogy is yes. if every morning that the snooze button, you know, the, the alarm. And to so many people, this is such a small item. But Larry, how you do one thing, how you do everything, right? Every morning, snooze, uh, the, the, the alarm goes off. You yeah. hit the snooze button. Yeah. The alarm goes off. You hit the snooze button. The alarm goes off. Guess what you're fucking doing in your day-to-day life? There's shit that you're putting off that you need to stare in the yeah. fucking face and just mm-hmm. face. You're 
you're not ready to stare the fucking day in the face and conquer the fucking day mm -hmm. because there's something you're not looking forward to. And then the make your bed analogy. First thing you do in the morning, make your bed. Mm -hmm. Make your fucking bed. Yeah. Get the bed made. First thing in the morning, you start your day yeah. with an accomplishment. Yeah. Then you go to the bathroom. Then you brush your teeth. Then you, you have two fucking accomplishments mm -hmm. within the first five minutes of being awake. Mm -hmm. And what Jamie's explaining here, you know, piggybacking off what you were talking about, that's literally, these are two of the most important things. You people listening to this, don't hit the snooze button. The first thing you do every day is you make your bed. Danielle, what does leadership mean to you? And how do you exude your leadership? For me, it's honestly practicing what I preach, you know, because I can't say mm -hmm. something and not execute it to the fullest extent, you know, like even with like my gym workouts or following the plan of what my coach tells me to do mm -hmm. or saying one thing to my clients when I'm doing the reverse thing, you know, a hundred percent. It's sending your check-ins. Yeah, or sending my check-ins, you know? Like, you have to, like, follow the plan to the fullest extent and do what you're told, yeah, you know? Yeah, literally the extreme measure of accountability that you hold yourself to. And I think that's something that's very rare, um, you know, to, to, to kind of be found uh, nowadays, which is also a little bit sad. And I also don't mean to generalize because I know not everyone has these same issues. I, I guess it's more so... I feel like when I make you know uh, black and white statements like that, yeah. it's like it's because that's the shit that fucking annoys me. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> if you're looking for something, you're gonna find it. Yeah, yeah. But like practicing what you preach. So not, I, I really shouldn't throw this one under the bus, but I'm gonna go ahead and throw it under the bus. Right? <laughs> so, really so, so, <laughs> so uh, today we got a new client. Yeah, uh, oh, on the team. Okay. Yep, yep. And she came over from. Um, <laughs> I should tread very, very carefully right now. She came over from a former friend of ours. Just a different team. <laughs> she came over from a different team. It was here in Austin, Texas. And <laughs> hey, I'll get Betty. I'll get Betty. So um and and so she comes over and and you know she's explaining X, Y, and Z of what happened. And um, you know, the coach that she signed up with is completely flabbergasted by what she's being told, which I don't even know why we're flabbergasted by these fucking idiots anymore. But <laughs> Regardless, um, yeah, that's plural. That's not singular. Um, <laughs> Scott's so mad at me right now. I don't even care. It's awesome. Everyone's gonna know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, but, it's funny. you know, it's funny. But what's what? What's funny? See, Stephen gets like upset at you the way you I handle know. some things, and Tony <laughs> gets upset at you the way you handle I some know. money. I've never really had a reason to be like, "Come on, dude." Right what now the fuck he does. Are you doing? I'm right like, now he does. A, "This is one of those moments." This is one of those moments. <laughs> like Justin, do we have to do this? Oh my god. Okay. Yes, we continue, have to continue. But these people on Instagram, you know, they talk about how they're constantly educating themselves for their clients and they're constantly searching for new ways to service their clients. And they're constantly, you know, going above and beyond, you know, for team, you know, it's the practice and preach method. I really want to say who it is, but they say all these things and then these clients come to, to my team and they're like, so, you know, I was in a, I was in a cutting phase for the last 12 months and I never had a refeed oh. and I never had a carb oh. cycle. And then I was told I was training too hard during my reverse. So I, they, they bumped up my food and they told me to stop training. And let me tell you, she's not training too fucking hard. Um, like, like there, there there's this cascade of events that just consistently, Oh, and then I was, 
was told that they didn't have time for me anymore so she could focus on her no. business. And, and this oh is not oh, uncommon. No. This is not uncommon. This is happened because this has happened before on TV. Oh, yeah. really. People oh, yeah. have transitioned for this From similar reason. Same person. And in several different teams. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I don't have time for you. Yeah. Or Oh, my rates went up this week or this ah. month. Like, no, when you sign up with someone, you get that motherfucking rate, dude. Like, the rate doesn't change. That's yeah. just called being that a good person. Right? Exactly. So, it, like, but on Instagram, everything that's preached is vastly different. Sure. And then, exactly. and, you know, the, the reality, the real world consumption and digestion of it is so vastly and completely different from what's being told on Instagram that, you know, it's, it's just, it's really hard to not be really fucking up upset at these people it's really hard to you know not just literally put something on instagram put them on the podcast tell everyone about hey these people are charging you 450 dollars a month yeah. and they don't even know what the fuck a refeed is they mm. don't even know oh, how to uh, set up a carb cycle sure, they don't know sure. what leptin and ghrelin were if you were fucking holding a gun to their head sure. right like they don't know what metabolic adaptation is i mean that's the simplest thing <sighs> these are the simplest things to understand as a coach right and um, <clears throat> It's, 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 it's sad, but that's the reality of the beast. You get a big following, you have a big ass mm -hmm. and you have a good physique and you post it and you get clients. It's literally that simple. I was going to say it's more sad, it's for, sad. The, for the customer than it's anything so sad. because it's the, I mean, you go to the store yeah. to buy groceries yeah, and you don't go to the, you know, you go to the store, you buy your eggs, it's $2 and 50 cents. Exactly. Then you don't go to the store tomorrow, buy your eggs and seven dollars. seven bucks. Or you don't go to a store, you pick out an avocado, you bring the avocado home, you cut it open, it's blueberries, right? Like that doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, dude, that's kind thing. of a funny that's visual. That's a good funny visual. <laughs> and yeah. I just spilling out. Yeah. Right? Dude, yeah. Honestly, I'd be hype as fuck if they were blueberries. Another t-shirt idea. Another t-shirt idea. <laughs> this is I, awesome. I just think, I just think that it's so upsetting. It is. That. You know, I mean, if you, whoever, whatever business you run, whatever thing you're doing, you should take care of your customer. You should take End care of the day. customer first. I don't agree that the customer always wins. I do agree the customer always gets taken care of. If there's money exchanged, if take, the, you if, take care of. If there's money involved, yeah. you fucking take care of that person, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I, I, I love how Danielle said that because, you know, I also in the last like four or five, six weeks that I followed you guys, I've seen this shit. I've picked up on this shit. Like y'all aren't playing around when you when you are preaching something, you're practicing it as well. Well, you're mm -hmm. putting it into work. Um, you know, they, they have podcasts on relationships and stuff. Well, Danielle got the fuck out of a bad one. When she talks about it, you fucking listen mm -hmm. because she's done it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so I, I think that's imperative. And, and honestly, I, I just, I think that that's so important. And that's how a true leader, um, you know, exudes themselves. They, they walk the walk. It's okay to talk the talk, but you have to back it up, um, you know, by walking the walk. So Danielle, Jamie, you guys, do you guys understand you've literally built like a fan base amongst yourselves and <laughs> this podcast is only going to fucking help that out. How's that make y'all feel like, yeah. like when, when y'all started your podcast and your socials and shit, like what, what was your goal with the podcast? Look, Honestly, look. I think we just wanted to start speaking out because there was a lot of like misconceptions on Instagram. Like we would just see mm. and we wanted to just really like touch people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that comes with, being able to be vulnerable i think it's safe to say danielle and i are pretty confident who we are as people so we're like fuck it put it out there people yeah. pick it up they pick it up if not oh well and you know yeah. honestly at the end of the day we're two bitches with an ipad right now <laughs> i know when they told me to reach people the best way we can because like danielle's saying like there is a community out there and like you're saying too like 
they're being misled. And uh-huh. I feel mm-hmm. like people who are really in it, we can be like, Hey, yeah, this is what's really going on. This mm-hmm. is reality. Like, like pull off the curtain, pull off the mask and like, mm-hmm. let's look at what's actually going down. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I think through that, um, you know, I, I know I've told you guys privately, you know, I want to tell you on the podcast again, like chase that fucking shit because you guys have something here. And, you know, now that Scott kind of knows you guys a little bit better, I think he would, you know, agree with that. Like you guys are on to something here and I think you guys can really have great impacts. I mean, like I said, I think you have what, 12 podcast episodes, maybe something like that we do we've yeah. got a dozen officially yeah see wow nice. I, feel, I feel low-key like a stalker that i knew they had <laughs> it's not like we have a hundred no, more <laughs> we, yeah we, we literally have a hundred more <laughs> i'm just kidding it's the texas effect <laughs> when, when, when you guys told me that you were doing your podcast off an ipad that made me a little sad i know i was oh, like, I I, like but but like also I, Justin, yeah, go ahead. I said hashtag humble beginning yeah. there you go yeah. okay i like it yeah i like it and I, I told her i i told jamie i was like when you guys have a full ass fucking studio you're gonna remember that humble yeah beginning. we've basically sure. we've basically turned this office into a fucking podcast studio pretty much <laughs> it's kind of yeah. we need a couple more lights I'd yeah, say, yeah and, you know, a couple more cameras yeah, maybe it, it, it's gonna be full done by the time they get down to texas there you and go. we record one in there we go yeah yeah <laughs> that'll be it. lit yeah so so danielle jamie i want both of you something i do not to put y'all on the spot because you guys have dropped a lot of fucking fire here but <laughs> i want I, I want danielle to go first leave the podcast listeners here with something. It can be a mantra. It can be a thought. It can be a whatever you want it to be. Leave them with something that kind of embodies, you know, what you are, who you are, or how you want people to act in the industry, literally anything at all. Go ahead. Leave us with something. I think like just going back to you, like saying like, you don't really have like a certain quote that you look by, but like, I have one too. Mm-hmm. It's um from a movie and it's like, I don't want to go out and win. I want to go out and dominate, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So yep. That's I want to impact. Yeah. I want to impact everybody that I meet and just touch anyone that I can, you know, and I want to mm-hmm. dominate whatever I do in, in life. You know how cool that power is. You just said, you said you want to impact everyone that you meet. And I know Scott's heard me talk about this mm-hmm. before. When you guys, you know, you can literally go to fucking your grocery store, right? And someone, you know, walks up to you or holds the door for you or, you know, whatever. Your small interaction with them could literally change their entire day, could change their entire mood. It could set them up for success in another place in their life. You never, you, you, you truly, you know, you, you never really know what everyone else is going through. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, I feel like people like us for, um, when people watch us on social media, everything's just good because we're pretty steady individuals from what I've gathered. We're all pretty steady, um, you know, individuals in terms of just bringing positivity kind of day after day. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you exuding that on other people. And then, you know, as more and more people gravitate towards you guys, you build a fan base, you go to expos and people, you know, go crazy when they see you guys, you can literally change someone's life based off a single interaction with them. It's the cup of coffee effect that I made that video about. It is. It's the cup of coffee effect. And you you know, that coffee can enter your day when you're having a bad day and you finish the coffee and you're having a great day, right? Like the coffee kind of impacts you. Right. And, and you have the power to be able to do that. And you know, all the listeners to this, you guys have that fucking power. So today, you know, you're driving to work, listen to this, it's Wednesday morning or it's Wednesday afternoon or maybe you're listening to this fucking five months from now. You're just getting caught up on podcasts. 
Um, you have that ability. So today, my challenge for you, and I, I think Dan, this is going to be Danielle's challenge for you guys to go impact someone. Go impact someone that you meet today. And make sure you have a really fucking positive interaction with people. And leave people, like, <laughs> I say, like, leave people wanting more of you. I'm not sure if that's, like, the best <laughs> verbiage to like say it. here. But, but, <laughs> but leave people just, like, craving another positive interaction um, or dose of positivity, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you leave. So leave I, think, I think that's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like a cliffhanger. I think that's great, Danielle. Uh, Jamie, what about you? Yeah. So one phrase, I guess, that I really love to live by is that your greatest limitations are the ones that you impose on yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it sounds a little cliche. I know, (sighs) but it's really true. And I think my own personal journey, just entering the fitness realm and just the competition scene altogether, like I've had so much growth Mm -hmm. and just within myself and just really getting to know myself on a deeper, truer level and how, how much I'm actually capable of Mm -hmm. when I set my mind to it. Like once you flip that switch, like the sky's really the limit. And and similar to Danielle, you're living this, like you've done this, you know, you went to Australia, you, you crush your internship, you come back to LA, it doesn't work out. You pivot, you move home, you pivot, you continue to pivot and you figure it out because you don't allow yourself to have self-limiting beliefs. You don't tie yourself down to, Oh, you know, it didn't work out in LA. So I'm done. I'm a waste. I'm a piece of shit. Like everyone else is making it there. You don't allow self-limiting beliefs to be part of your daily vocabulary to yourself. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about the, the uh, battery effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, the words you speak to yourself can either drain your battery or it charges your battery and not allowing yourself to have self-limiting beliefs. I mean, I can't think of a greater uh, battery charger than that one right there. Right. So I think that's powerful. I think that's great. I don't really think, you know, cliche is a bad thing because you actually live it. How many people say it? Versus actually fucking doing it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So dude, I think, I think you guys are absolutely fucking fantastic people. Um, I'm really glad that I got over being a pompous asshole and thinking I was way too good to listen to this podcast (laughs) called the competition diaries. Um, we'll have a a link to it. Yeah. 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 We're we're, going to link it uh, down here below, um, um, in our podcast and all of you guys from us, make sure to go over, make sure to give it a listen, give them five stars, leave them a review. Like they really have really fucking good podcasts. Um, um, I mean, if the fucking did, I wouldn't have them on, right? I'd just be a pompous asshole. So, <laughs> so they, they won me over Jamie, Danielle. Thank you guys yep. for being on the grow Die podcast. Seriously. I know that we're going to have you back as long as you want to come back. I don't know. We kind of busted your balls a lot tonight. Yeah. Hey, man, I mean, between Texas and your office, we might just yeah. be on our way. See, that's what I'm saying. We're going to come on down here. We're going to film it in person. Let's go. go. Let's go. Yeah. What, what is that? A quadro? We're going to hit a quadro podcast with him. We need another microphone. <laughs> we, need another, we need another mic. We can get it done. So, yeah, you, you guys come down to fucking Texas. Thank you guys for being on. Mm-hmm. Y'all for episode 110. We will see you next time.